0: Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, friends. How are you? I hope you're having a wonderful day, delightful summer. I'm recording this for you on a Friday in July. The weather is heating up quite warm here, but in a way that feels um, just really lovely in summertime a little bit of a slower pace, which I always love about the summer. I Speaking of slower pace or kind of changing things up, I wanted to chat with you today with some ideas um, for using paper in your writing practice, using pen and paper, markers and paper, crayons and paper, Um, something tactile in your writing process. This has come up with clients and we talk about writing routine and finding ways to bring the fun, bring the joy, bring permission, bringing imperfection into our writing processes. And I think sometimes taking ourselves a little bit less seriously can do wonders for our creative energy and joy and fun. And often so many of us spend so much time on the computer for perhaps our day job or other work that we're doing or answering emails or paying bills that I definitely, I, you know, full, full disclosure, I am definitely a, a writer who works predominantly on the computer. I do a lot of drafting on the computer. I grew up with computers. I feel like it's how my mind sort of works when I'm working on a story. It just feels very natural to me. But that said, I have realized there are um, still multiple ways that I use pen and paper or paper goods in my writing practice that I think really help Me be a better writer. And um, especially if there are times when I feel stuck at the computer, when I feel blocked, I think bringing in that paper and that tactile sense can be so helpful and just a way to kind of help us take a step back from our normal process and approach our writing in a new way, in a new light, from a new angle. So I wanted to share with you today four simple ways that I use paper in my writing process and um that also i encourage my clients to do as well if it if it helps them so i wanted to share that with this with you in the hopes that maybe at least one of these ways will resonate with you or will spark an idea for you or that you might want to try this out yourself and i would also love to hear how you use pen and paper or some other type of paper goods non-computer uh what would that be like resources, <laughs> non-computer, non-digital resources, non-digital um, tools. In your writing practice, I would love to hear from you about this. If you want to, you can always send me an email. You can contact me through my website, dallaswoodburn.com. And you can also share with me on social media. You can tag me on Instagram at dallaswoodburnauthor. Or we will be chatting about this topic in my Facebook group, Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best Selling Authors. So you can come join us in there and share um, your thoughts on this topic. Would love to hear. I know there are many more ways than just these four to bring paper into your writing practices to help us become better writers or have more joy, um, or make the process a little bit more seamless for us. Okay. So four reasons, four ways that I use paper in my writing life. Number one is through brainstorming i love to brainstorm on the computer but i also find that i get new ideas fresh ideas even more ideas when i extend my brainstorming to also use pen and paper or crayon and paper or marker and paper Um, i love to do uh, visual brainstorming i think they're called um like bubble charts Um, i think of them as spider web graphs where i will write a topic in the middle draw a circle around it and then have all these branches um extending out from that topic with ideas that i have Um, sometimes this also takes the form of sketching out um like a road map or you know arrows from one thing to the next that i envision happening another tip that i like to do that It's just kind of magical how this seems to work so well, but especially if I'm feeling busy or like it's really hard to fit in time sitting at my desk at the computer immersed in my manuscript, one simple thing that I do is I take a blank piece of paper and I set it out somewhere in my house that I will pass by it frequently. So this often is my kitchen counter or my kitchen table. It might also be, it could be on your desk or it could be even like in the bathroom or um, in your bedroom, someplace where you will see it frequently, just like throughout your day. Um, You could even put it on the passenger seat of your car. You might see that a lot like in between running errands. Um, And there's something really cool about the way that I think our brains view a blank sheet of paper is that we want to fill it up. I notice this with my four and a half year old daughter all the time, like give her a blank piece of paper and she's immediately drawing on it, writing letters on it, scribbling on it. Like I just think our brains want to um, fill up that blank page with ideas and with words and with thoughts. And so um, for me, just having that blank piece of paper out somewhere where I see it often is like a frequent invitation to my creative self to um, talk to me, connect with me. Um, And so it's just amazing to see how throughout the day with little bits and pieces, little jottings here and there, a sentence, maybe two sentences, Um, that page will fill up. It almost feels magical. Like I said, it doesn't feel like it's um, taking a bunch of effort or having to carve out space for it. It's like just here and there jotting down notes or ideas. And often those ideas are related to the book project I'm working on, but sometimes they are related to other future writing projects um, entirely. And so it can be a a great practice as well. If you're in between projects or you're feeling a little bit stuck Maybe you don't know what to work on next using a blank piece of paper. And I really encourage you to like take up space with this blank paper. I'm not just talking about some small little note card. I would love you to put in a blank, like eight and a half by 11 piece of paper somewhere where you will see it frequently. Um, I have a client who uses like a bright yellow piece of pe- piece of construction paper, um, just something to really like take up space and invite yourself to fill it up. So that is one way that I use paper in my writing practice. Uh, way number two is related to this, to this idea of taking up space. And um, this is the way that I use uh, paper to help me plan out my book's plot. Um, I kind of oscillate between whether I am a pantser or a plotter. I've tried both ways. I I feel like I kind of have a hybrid approach now where I do some plotting, but then I also have some discovery as I go along. But at some point in my process, sometimes it is before I begin the first draft. Other times it is after I have my first draft down when I'm about to embark on the editing process, which for me, the first editing round still often includes um, a lot of creating new material because I am an underwriter. If you're curious about underwriters versus overwriters, you can check out um, my previous podcast episode on those two distinctions um but so this could be something that you use at different points in the writing process but what i like to do is take a big poster board or maybe it's a big piece of butcher paper and tape that to the wall and draw out my plot arc, my story arc. Um and also map out on there the way that my character grows through the course of the book. And for me just really seeing it out there on the wall kind of larger than life gives me lots of space to um to really like work with that and write down different ideas that come to me and to really think about the order in which I present the story to the reader and that the reader experiences the story. I have um, a client who this was really transformative for her when she got this poster board on the wall um, and began mapping out her story in this way. It was we just really created a shift for her and like claiming ownership of her story her identity as a writer her family would see this on the wall even she had out in her communal living space so even when when friends would come over to her house, they would see this on the wall and it was for her part of really owning her identity as an author and claiming to the world that she was working on this book. So again, this is something that you will pass by frequently, um, just in your day to day. And I think it's a way to really like keep your book close to you, keep it front of mind, keep yourself connected to, um, To your creativity in the same way I was thinking about this the other day, because on my refrigerator, I have a lot of magnets, those like photo magnets where I have photos of people I love. Um, I have my parents, I have my in-laws, I have my daughters, I have my friends, I have my dear friend, Celine, who passed away, like I see them all frequently, you know, multiple times every day with these photos on my fridge and I just love it so much. I feel like they're all close to me. And I think this is similar with this butcher paper or poster board hanging up on your wall. It's like a way to see your book multiple times throughout the day and feel connected to it and um, really be nurturing that relationship with your book because it is a relationship. Um, And the more you give to it, the more it will give back to you. The third way that I use paper goods in my writing practice is with three by five note cards. I use this a lot in the editing process, in particular when I'm thinking about structure or when I'm trying to really kind of encapsulate the entire book for myself in the smaller chunks. So I like to write, um, use note cards to write a summary of what happens in the chapter on the note card. And it's a way I can flip through and easily see kind of what is going on in each chapter. And also it encourages me to try playing around with structure and order. You can easily like flip Um, you know, shuffle the cards, restructure them. You can also lay all these cards out on a big space, like a bed or a table or even the floor and like move them around. And so for me using um, note cards or index cards in this way helps me to still see my book, especially in the editing process as this like flexible document that I can um, play around with. And it helps me from getting too like rigid or attached to like, one specific way of telling my story. If perhaps there is a better way of telling it. Um, often with clients, one thing we work at is finding the like best beginning for our books, which sometimes when we are drafting the first draft, we have the beginning the best beginning for our book is actually buried a few chapters in um often with clients we will move around chapters or we'll play around with like braided narratives And so that can make a huge difference with the way that the reader experiences the book and is drawn into the world of your story. Or even if you don't even change a word of what you've written, but you just move around the orders of the chapters. So I'd encourage you to play around with this yourself in your work in progress. Um, And using note cards can be a wonderful way to play with that. You can also get different color note cards to symbolize um, different parts of your story, different plot threads, or character development. Or um, perhaps if you're writing nonfiction, it's like the main points of your story that you're trying to tell. I recently was working with a client and um, everything fell into place once we were able to really settle upon this like three-part structure for the book. They were trying to cram so much information into this one chapter. And we realized like, what if we actually expanded that chapter to an entire part of the book with like multiple chapters within it? And it just felt like that really loosened everything up and and um and help the book kind of fall into place. So note cards can be extremely helpful with all of that editing process. And speaking of editing, the last way that I use paper, um, I use paper in other ways, but this is the last way I wanna share with you today is um, actually printing out my manuscript and using that as my first round of self-editing. So there is something, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I feel like there's something different about about approaching my work um, on the printed page, as opposed to just going into the computer document and starting to edit on there. For me, when I print it out for one, you can actually see it as like a solid book. You can see all the pages adding up, which is always exciting. But it just, to me, invites me to have my pen and kind of go in and make some notes, make some comments, get a little bit messy. Like I think, like I said, the paper just invites us to write on it. And um, I often will catch different things, have new ideas, um, see the work differently when it's printed out on the page in front of me, as opposed to just on the computer screen. So I would really encourage you when you're at a place where you feel like you're ready to edit your work, to print it out for, for books i like to get a three ring binder print out that print out that book baby um punch holes in it put it in the binder and it's a really easy way to be able to flip through page by page get your pen get your marker get your sticky notes get whatever makes you feel like you're ready to interact with the book in this new way um make some marks on it you know don't be afraid to kind of get dirty with the words um get kind of dig in there and you know make it, make it different in a way. Um, so for me, that really is a way to invite myself to dive into that editing process. Um, so if, if I had just like one simple suggestion for you with self-editing, it's to print out your book. I think it just, you experience it in, in a different way than on the computer screen. Um, and so those are my four ways. This is just kind of a simple episode for you, but I hope that these practical ideas, these practical tips were useful. And I would love to hear if you use any of these ways that I'm listing out, or like I said, what other ways do you use Um Tactile paper goods, non computer, non digital tools in your writing life. I would love to hear about it. And I invite you to join me for more um, practical tips and ideas like this at the Thriving Authors Summit. It's happening August 21st through 25th. um, Totally free, a virtual summit so you can join from anywhere in the world. All the sessions are recorded so you can listen to them at your own time, at your own convenience from your own phone or computer. Um, And you can find all the details and sign up at thrivingauthorssummit.com. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you as always for listening to the podcast and I love being in community with you and being on this writing journey with you. Thank you for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors. And if you are an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish the book inside your heart, this is the place to be. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges And you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Again, the name is Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors, and it is a completely free Facebook group. You can also reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.